I'm sorry I screamed. by Felipe Podcast. I'm Alexandra Tweeten, and I'm here with my co-host, Allison Stevenson. Hello. What's hello, up? Hello. Hi. What's up with me? <laughs> More like, what's up with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, got some pretty big news. Okay, uh, here we go. Strap in, everyone. <laughs> After 10 years... I have a boyfriend. What? <laughs> Whoa. Well, that's yeah. it. No more podcast. Oh, we're done. <laughs> that's all. Done that's here. all, folks. Later. <laughs> uh, damn. Okay, this might come as like a total shocker to everyone because I don't even think you've ever. Have you talked about him? Uh, yeah. I don't know, actually. But I don't know. Yeah, we let's met let's get into it. Yeah. Um a shout out to my new boyfriend because <laughs> I think he uh I think he listens to the podcast. Oh, um, okay, okay. <laughs> shout out, shout out. Okay, so don't talk shit. We can't talk shit. Okay. <laughs> Too soon to talk shit. <laughs> um yeah, but yeah, we met like a month ago and and I actually, I actually need to tell Duncan Trussell this because he recognized me from Duncan's podcast. Yep, and, love that. Um, and then he he read my book before we even met. <laughs> love that too. And That's great. Uh, so he knows what's up. He knows yeah, the deal. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, I don't know. We've been hanging out. Um, for like a month, and this weekend we we hung out and went to um, we went camping, and I feel like you guys yeah, have family. known each other for a month, but it's kind of like really mm-hmm. accelerated just these past like two weeks or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. really, we've yeah. been hanging out for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I um, my ex boyfriend Tomas. When I met mm-hmm. him, it was re- literally like two weeks about where we were like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Not even yeah. I was. I just think the label is scary, but when the label's not scary, it's like, yeah, we can just do this yeah. and still keep getting to know each other and stuff, and just like it doesn't mean that we're like, yeah, 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 totally, yeah. Yeah, we just have we have so much fun whenever we hang out. Like we're it's always an adventure. Mm-hmm. Um and uh we just had so much fun this weekend. Like yeah, we went to his parents own this like restaurant um slash like camping lodge area. Um like 3 hours That's north cool. and it's beautiful. It's like on the river. And we we just had so much fun and we like went into town and went to this townie bar and we just like danced so much to this 
really incredible cover band. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. They were so funny. I, I don't know. It was just a very, very small town. And it mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of where I'm from. And we just had the best time. And then, yeah, I don't know. I just had a, I just, a lot of things that I do are like just gut. I go with my gut. Mm-hmm. And it's usually not even like something that I think a lot about, but I just like, I'm like, no, this is right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, I was drunk, but I was like, so are we doing this? He was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, shit. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And then in the morning, he was like, wait, you still want to do this? <laughs> I was like, yeah. So, I don't, yeah, we're, we're still kind of getting to know each other. But um, I don't know. I'm like. You're both like all in. You're both invested. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And yeah, and it's like I don't want to date anyone else, so Yeah, I heard I that. Yeah. So and then I was yeah, I was just like, wow, this is it's very different for me because you know, mm-hmm. I've been single for so long. Yeah. And and I was like, yeah, I, the last time I had like a relationship with a label on it was literally 10 years ago. We broke up in like 2012 2013 wow yeah and i was like yeah so i don't know the concept is uh sort of foreign to me now i'm like whoa (laughs) this is weird (laughs) yeah uh, it is wild i mean but it is amazing how quickly it can happen when two people are like equally into it yeah and I think that's yeah. been the issue for all these years is like there's always one person who's more into it than the other and it's never like good timing or whatever. So yeah. it's like I feel like if you're like the amount of time you spent with him in two weeks is probably equal to like guys that we've both dated in the past, like hanging out for like two months. You know what I mean? Like technically, yeah. Like, you know, we meet up once a week, every other week, and it's, like, really, mm-hmm. like, distant and, you know, but, like, that same mm-hmm. amount of time can be spent with someone in two weeks if they're both, like, super yeah. invested in spending time together and talking to each other and being together, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, I mean, I haven't even been super invested, and I feel like he hasn't either. Like, it's it's kind of just been, like, nat- it just has been natural, like, mm. I don't know. Well, I mean, he he asked me to go to a concert for the first. I didn't even know if it was like gonna. We didn't really even know if it was gonna be a date. Like the first time we hung out, but mm. he invited me to a concert, and then we had so much fun. And like, I met his friends and stuff, and I ended up <laughs> we ended up making out at the end. Um, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, I want to go to like m- a barbecue this week," and then it was like. It was just so like, you guys oh, just like kept having things to do as soon yeah. as like you were like, oh, yeah, we're hanging out like. Yeah. Plans kept, he, like, being kept made. asking me. Yeah. He kept asking me like, oh, do you want to hang out this weekend? Oh, do you want to do this? Yeah. And um, yeah. And yeah, I feel like uh, he, you know, 
he responds to text messages in a timely manner <laughs> and like that's huge like checks checks in and, and uh that's great and i was just comparing and contrasting like this experience with literally every other experience that i've had in the last 10 years and um it makes me a little bit pissed off at myself for mm-hmm. even entertaining any sort of yeah <laughs> bullshit <I know. laughs> any sort of bullshit yep. so it's like i really think it's the skill of as soon as someone has like demonstrated that they're like not it's like that stupid stupid phrase it's either a fuck yes or a no mm-hmm. i hate it but it's like uh it makes it's sense real. Uh, yeah i don't know it all it all confuses me so much but hell yeah, yeah. overall good stuff congratulations yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm excited she's gone relationship mode i am excited i'm I'm looking forward to getting to know him more and spending more time with him and um we'll see we'll see how it goes. We'll see what yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like there's no rush, even though you kinda did do the label quickly. Like there's still no rush yeah. to you know. But it's like I don't know. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. No. I, I mean if you guys like are both like this is fine, then it's fine. Yeah. 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 And I met him a few times. He's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, g- gave me a free drink at the bar he works at. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. That's <laughs> a thumbs up in my book. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a good <laughs> That's a good catch right there <laughs> to me. <laughs> well, he's Allison approved, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Definitely. Yeah, so we're hanging out tonight. We're going to uh, another concert. Okay. um, Yeah. Yeah, you guys have a lot of same interests, a lot of shit in common. It just makes sense. We do. I he I was so like, I made a list of like everything that I would want in a person, Uh and like wrote it in my journal like years ago, like probably like two years ago. Uh Um. And actually, I lost my journal. I can't find it. But I was going to look at it again and, like, you know. See but what I think he, he does. He does have, like, all the – he has most of the – if not all of the things that I wrote down that I wanted. So That's great. Most is good. You can't expect all. That's I mean, like I, can't re- I can't remember. I can't remember the whole list. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you remember. feel like maybe he yeah. checks off most of like, them. Yeah. yeah, I was like, uh <laughs> I think this is, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I should make a list. You should. Like, write I it out. I, like, I feel like I have a lot of things in my you head. Should. You yeah. should write it out because, and I recommend everyone should do that because when you meet someone, it's like, there's like a disconnect. Well, at least for me. It's like, oh, I just really like this person. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but, like, then when you think back of, like, oh, do they have all these qualities that I wanted in a person and then if you have it already written down from before you even met them then you like stick to your values and you're like yeah 
the things yeah. that you wanted. And do I that. don't mean things like like height or like they right. have to have brown hair or like I'm talking about things like oh they you know care about me right they're, they like you know they're they pay a attention they listen and yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm I think I would also like add things character. like creative funny like yeah. more like personality traits than like physical exactly. traits yeah uh loves their mom <laughs> um, <laughs> or whatever uh you know so yeah, yeah. okay okay we're all doing that's it everybody advice. that's my <laughs> advice for everyone i love all that the listeners <laughs> well damn um, one of us is taken the other one's still single what happens if we both get into a relationship well, I don't know. We can still talk <laughs> about. We have so True. many. We have so much. So many experiences that oh, we've yeah. already had. Yeah. We've had Very a lot to. Uh, we'll make it work. <laughs> I'm, I'm really getting ahead of myself here. I'm not even close. So <laughs> don't worry. I folks. mean, <laughs> that's what I thought also a month ago. Like Right. Yeah. And then cut to two weeks later. It's just like, yeah, it can happen really fast. Very true. I actually, I do want to talk about somebody that I've been dealing with. <laughs> Great start, okay. right? I've been dealing with. Yes. Uh, you've been in, something in our you've bonus. been dealing with. Yeah, yeah. L- let's get to it in the bonus. And I'll, I'll go okay. over my shit for our bonus episode. So, listeners... If you're not yet subscribed to our Patreon, uh, you're going to want to do that <laughs> ASAP. You're going to want to subscribe. Yeah, you're going to want to click that subscribe button. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, patreon.com slash Pod, and it's $5. That's Five it. Bucks. That's nothing. That's that's not yep. even a Starbucks these days. For $5, it's, you can inflation. hear... <laughs> For five dollars, you can hear what shitty thing <laughs> <laughs> some guy did to Allison. I'm so the on the fence. I'm so on the fence about it. It's the most confusing. <laughs> like I just have so many emotions about it. We'll get into it in the bonus because I mean I don't think he's gonna listen, but you know, out of respect, because like part of me still thinks maybe we're gonna keep hanging out so i don't know it's just confusing mm-hmm. it's so confusing uh so mm-hmm. yeah let's get into it in the bonus uh, but i think that's a pretty good intro for us we got we got some big news popping off yeah yeah alexandra's in girlfriend and mode she's been <laughs> relationship pilled <laughs> relationship pill. Yeah. you're one of them now yeah. <laughs> well, on our old podcast, we you know what this happened when we started Be Single, remember? Because we started it, and then like a few weeks later, you got into a relationship. That's true. I guess it's just like time is a flat circle, man. Like yeah. really, yeah. It's just the tables are turned. Now it's your turn. Yep. That's true. <laughs> Uh, Man, okay, I wonder how well, he's doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
he moved on pretty quickly. Like a few months later, he had a new girlfriend. I was like, bro. Oh. <laughs> Does he? Are they still dating? I don't know. Maybe uh, Who knows? I have no idea. But we ended on good terms. We were we're like friendly with each other. Like if I saw him in public, it would yeah. it wouldn't be weird. I'd be like, oh hey, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway. <laughs> uh anyway okay well let's uh take a break and then we'll get to our interview joined by Rhonda Findling, the author of the book that we've been talking about on the podcast. <laughs> well, we there is a new title for the book. Can can you say the the newer title? Rhonda? The new title is When He Can't Commit. What to do when you fall for an ambivalent man. There we go. When he can't commit. What to do when you fall for an ambivalent man. Um and basically, I mean it's what the book we've been talking about, the whole, the gist of it is this type of person referred to as an ambivalent man. Um, and we've been absolutely loving it. Um, and when, when, when did this book first come out? I believe it was 2004. Well, the original book, The Commitment Cure, I don't have it in front of me, but can I do. you see the date? <laughs> it was the beginning of the millennium. It was after Don't Call That Man came out. And... Okay, so I probably wrote in 2003 or 2002, and it was published 2003, something like that. And it's still, I think you were like... the book Don't Call That Man. I I honestly, like, I was telling this to Alexander, I just think that you were ahead of something that wasn't heavily really discussed. And now I think we call this kind of person, like, the the newer term is a fuckboy. I don't know if you've ever heard that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I have heard that, actually. <laughs> I mean, I've heard I, that, I that term. The, yeah, I think it's the uh, th- the more crude, but um, the still same kind of person as the ambivalent man. So I think the ambivalent man is the precursor to the fuckboy, basically. <laughs> yeah, but the basically idea the guy is, that, that, you know... You try to date, and they act like they're interested in a relationship, but then they run away and and uh, aren't actually available. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think when I, when I was uh, writing about the ambivalent man, it was a man who he's he's actually very conflicted. Mm-hmm. So a part of him may want a relationship and want intimacy, but then there's yeah. a part of him that does. Usually it's unconscious. Yeah. They're not even aware they're doing yeah. it. They do things to push the woman away. Yeah. And then the worst part about ambivalent men is they project it onto you. So they make you feel like you're the reason. So a lot of women will feel, you know, like bad about themselves and criticize themselves, thinking it's their fault that the guy can't commit to them. And mm-hmm. a lot of that is a projection from the man. And so that's what's bad. I mean, if I think if a man could own up and say, I'm just very conflicted, I mean, he get, gets extra points for that. I mean, he's yeah. ambivalent, but he's more evolved ambivalent. I've met guys like that. 
like usually the ones who would come for therapy or I met them going to to conferences with therapists so you'll have men who are therapists who are ambivalent and you'll sit in groups with them and they'll discuss their ambivalence so it's like oh that's so evolved like he's ambivalent but at least he's on top of <laughs> yeah, it they're, yeah it's they, like the they next are stage. evolving and they're like aware of it they're aware of it now yeah. but they're still so that, that but that doesn't it makes a difference but to, it doesn't like, solve the problem one, but they'll struggle through it oh i was just gonna say it makes a difference <laughs> well it's a little bit better because you could work with them a little bit more so that if a man is ambivalent and he can actually talk about it it's like maybe you can have more of a relationship with him mm. as opposed to doing something that they just do something to sabotage it yeah. so that you get so insulted mm. that you just don't even want to bother with them you know like a, an ambivalent man who's really really messed up they will do something to guarantee that they destroy the relationship and then of course they'll blame it on you um yeah. but or make you think it's your fault but they destroy it as opposed to a guy who will discuss his ambivalence um so that at least you can talk about it and maybe work it through usually has to be in therapy or has a tell you doesn't have to be in therapy he has a very good support system i've seen people who uh, have families who really want the man the man you know like a guy, young guy to get into it they want him to get married he has he has uh, pressure from the family and so if he gets a lot of support, he may work through his anxiety with the support of his family or peer pressure. Um, you know, his friends are all getting married and he feels like, oh, I should get married. So that peer pressure may make him like push through it. Wow. You know? Um, so you have a background in what, therapy or counseling or? So I have a master's degree in clinical psychology okay. and I've been a therapist most of my life. And, uh, so it's um psychology background uh, and and so and, and you therapist. have a bunch of books about relationships and stuff like that how did you like get into yeah, that the, subject the oh how i got yeah. into it well in all honesty i was trying to get uh, a novel published for, in the 90s i was just i was i mean i'd be i was a therapist but i was also writing a novel and i wanted to get a, it was very hard to get published i didn't come out of an mfa program i wasn't in the publishing industry it was very hard so um, I actually was going through a little bit of that don't call that man thing and I had a, two clients going through it. So between me going through it and curing myself and clients going through it, um, I started like writing about it. And then actually the guy that I was going through that about, a friend of mine, a guy, he's, uh, we were on the subway, I'm from New York and I don't live there anymore though, but I, he said to me, I'll never go on the subway. He goes, don't call that man. <laughs> don't call that man. And we were laughing. It was like so ridiculous. And so I think then they had, oh, this is a really long time ago. They had like nine, 900 numbers, something like hotline. And you, you pay like all this money for like advice. So he said, let's start a don't call that man hotline or something. It was like just a joke. And then I thought, you know what? Maybe I should start really writing about this seriously. And I wrote the book. I mean, it was real advice I would give somebody. And I did eventually get a published. I got published. I couldn't get my novel published, but I got Don't Call That Man published. Mm. And, and it was published by Hyperion. And, and so that what, started the whole thing. What was sort of the, the thing about what Don't Call That Man? Like, what was the, the theme of that? The whole thing, I guess the whole, the message I was trying to say is that a lot of women, I don't know, maybe now it's different. There's so much information on the internet and so much content out there, but this is the nineties. And a lot of women didn't understand that. Don't run after a guy if he acts like he's not interested because that like turns him off and you're better off just 
um, just doing whatever it takes to do nothing. You know, Marianne Williamson, mm-hmm. do you remember she ran for president? Yeah. But before she ran for yeah. president, she was a great spiritual guru. Yep. She used to give these lectures in New York City. And I remember I had a tape from her called I Need Do Nothing. And I listened, I broke that tape, listened to it so many, this is before I was writing the book. And that also gave me ideas because the whole, and that came from The Course in Miracles. The whole point is do what it takes to just do nothing. Uh, you know, and if it's supposed to be, it's going to be. If he's going to call you, he's going to call you. If he doesn't call you, he's he's not going to yeah. call you. And it's just like that's what it's meant to be. So the whole point, the message was, do what it takes to do nothing. Don't like harass this guy. Don't chase him. It's very hard work because if you, let's say, with the fuckboy yeah. or the ambivalent man, um, if he's acting, if he's distancing, the most natural feeling in the world is to cling. You start getting anxiety. Yep. You feel rejected. And it's, it's like the natural feeling is to want to start calling him or texting him, you know, finding out and to, to make your anxiety go away. Mm-hmm. That's like the worst thing to do yeah. with an ambivalent uh, yeah. guy. It gives him anxiety. It makes you look clingy. It makes you look desperate. And that turns somebody off. It's yeah. really sad to have the human mind operates, but it turns people off. What can I say? I'm so, so guilty that of was that. really what I was writing about. They all are, you know, even my knowing all that, it's still, I still can struggle with that. Yeah. And that applies to anybody. It's not even just a man or, you know, or it can apply to um, just friends, family members. You know, when you go through things with people, you just want to cling to them when you have that separation. Mm-hmm. And to not do that is so hard in general. It really is. Yeah. I, I think I went through, I, I always go through when, when I'm going through that situation, I'm always... It just makes me so angry because I've always like, it's men that like ha- like get to do the choosing, and it's like why I have to just like stay back yeah. and like not do anything, and I, and it just is that concept of like women having to be chosen. Well, I don't know. Why do you think that the men do the choosing though? Because it can apply. Well, yeah, I even guess. If, I guess it could. You know, but even if you choose the guy, yeah. well, I think I it's mean, like okay, I, it just. I, 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 for me, wh- like, I'm literally kind of going through this right now, but for me, it's like, you want to show that you're into this person, and that's kind of what I want to do when I'm like, oh, I want to text them and, like, see how their day is or whatever, and even though I feel like I'm not getting the most enthusiastic responses, and it's like I'm doing a lot of the initiating, like, I'm still getting responses, and so that's where I'm more conflicted, where it's like, okay, like, is this me being clingy? Am I showing too much interest and not being matched so I should, like, back off? Or is it like, you know, maybe they like that I'm initiating and, like, maybe it's not that big of a deal. I think it just gets really murky because it's like the – Yeah, like, you don't the line? It's true. I don't want to be passive and I don't want to, like – rely on them to communicate with me and like if it doesn't happen does that mean they weren't interested in me or maybe they were waiting for me to communicate with them and maybe assumed I wasn't interested in them you know what I mean like there is a lot of what ifs what ifs and not really knowing how to navigate that it also depends where you are in the relationship if it's the very beginning it's a lot of anxiety in the beginning of a relationship so if it's in the beginning, it is very murky. Yeah. If it's people know each other a really long time, like years are passing, then I think it's more, you just like, you know, just turns into, um, you know, like a rhythm of who's going to contact who, and it's less, less anxiety produced, you know, like less things are being acted up. But like your relationship, where is it the beginning? Yeah. Very, very beginning. Oh, it is? 
I mean, it's not a relationship. Yeah, it's, but you have to just... <laughs> I wouldn't even call it a relationship. You just have to... Well, at the beginning of maybe hoping of it starts to become Potential one, courtship. But that's how... I mean... It... I don't just... I honestly don't think it's a man-woman thing. I just think that maybe possibly men have more anxiety about... Um, you know, that closeness or that intimacy, even though they want it. I'm not saying men don't want intimacy. They, they do. do want it. But I think they may struggle with it more. And so that's the reason. It's not like you're a woman and be passive. But I just think understanding that they may struggle with it more. And I think if you do really like, I know it's a, it's not even a game. It's just, okay, just imagine yourself. Imagine some guy that you're highly attracted to right now. Imagine all of a sudden, like he develops a brain tumor, God forbid, and he starts calling you incessantly and doesn't leave you alone. And he's like clicking like on everything and responding on <laughs> direct um, on your social media on every single thing. And you after a while, you start getting nauseous. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would, right. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just so it's really sad that that's how I know, because I'm like you. I'm like, if I'm in love with somebody, I want to shout it from the rooftops. I just want to like. I'm like very romantic and it's just unfortunately in the very beginning you just if you really want the relationship to work out you just can't be like that in the, in the beginning you gotta play it I mean, cool I'm not saying, you gotta play it cool yeah i mean it's just like uh like human nature but i'm not saying that that women who do get involved in relationships with men that they really you know it works out to leads to a marriage um i'm not saying that they don't they do pursue, I mean, they do, they don't just passive and they sit back like a little flower. I mean, they do participate, they do content, they do text the guy. So it's sort of like a balance, you know, and it depends also on the man. Yeah. You know, so the whole thing has to be like really, like ex you have to look at it as from where you're coming from, your own anxiety, what the guy is like, if he has a lot of issues, like from his past, does he have commitment issues, you know, in advance, you know, um, does he have trauma? Um, how invested are you in wanting a big future with them? Like, is this like your possible soulmate or is some guy that he could be your fuck boy? You know what I mean? Right. It's like, if you, oh, wow, this is it. Like, I would love to like marry this guy. Then, pl then play the game. I mean, what's so bad about playing a little game? <laughs> not that, I don't mean, I don't even like calling it a game, but so maybe do this. Like, it's not the worst thing in the world. Be a little you know? more tactical. You have to play it cool and not show, not show all yeah. your cards, you yeah. know? It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's what why do you think it bothers you to have to do that in the beginning? For me, I think my like ultimate hesitation is just in like I wanna be myself, you know, and I wanna like be like I don't wanna like I guess for me it's it's I feel like it's more like I'm like diminishing myself a little bit and I know that's like not the point, but it does feel yeah. that way where it's like I'm not fully being myself out of fear, and I uh, I don't like that feeling. I want to fully be able to, like to communicate as much as I want, and kind of want them to be okay with that because realistically, that's probably how it's gonna keep going if we keep dating. So I, I think that's where my uh, uneasiness lies. Is like I I. I, I resent that that would scare a man away, and I don't feel like it yeah. should scare a man away. And, like, why should I have to change it's myself? It's just in the beginning. It's, 
But it's only in the beginning. I mean, later on, if the relationship continues, you could be more of yourself. <laughs> and God, you see people after they're married six years. They're yeah. like too much themselves. I mean, and it's true. Like, in you, the be- it's you, it takes the beginning. time to get to know somebody. Like, you don't want to let it all out at once. Like, that makes total sense as well. So, I don't know. I just, like, I'm a very, I have a very anxious attachment style. And I, like, I feel like something I'm trying to work on is needing assurance from that person that they like are still interested still like you know what and i know this is gonna bother this will probably bother you but honestly you would probably be better with the man who would uh sort of um like uh support that and would make you feel but the the attachment style is a secure attachment like if you were the guy who was like that then the two of you would just be constantly you know texting each other (laughs) you know like then you'd feel better but if you're with a man who has an anxious attachment style also then he's going to distance so it also depends on who you're attracted or who you decide to have the relationship right right you know have you ever been uh like starting a relationship or in a relationship with somebody who's a man who's very needy oh my god like you could do that he'd be fine but you may not be attracted to somebody like that i think the problem is like the guy we're talking about what kind of style does he have i think it's too soon for me to tell we've only gone on like one date okay. so it's too soon to tell but um okay it's just pretty soon it's pretty soon yeah 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 but like it was a really good date so i'm like trying to like initiate some conversation okay so what's going on wait okay you went on the date so what happened did uh like who did he contact you afterwards i kind of like don't want to talk about it because he date. might listen <laughs> oh okay 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 it's like okay. too soon to talk about it that's true um <laughs> You know what I'm concerned? I, I got to just tell you this. I was telling Alexandra that um, I'm working on this new book. And that's one of the things I mentioned in the new book of, about having content. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Um, men knowing that you have a podcast or, you know, I went through this as an author. Yes. That's why I know. So I'm not saying in a judgmental yes. way. I have lived through this. I had a man who I was good friends with tell me I'm not going to date you because I don't want to end up in one of your books. And he was right. Yep. Every man he knew about, because we stayed friends for years, who I got involved with, I ended up either doing a short film about, yeah. or I wrote a book and I wrote about, you know, Where do you the, think the so inspiration he was really comes. smart. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it's all fair um, game. so some guys, it's not the best thing to be an author or be a podcast. No, it's true. <laughs> Cause guys get paranoid and I don't blame them. I would it's be paranoid true. too. But I have some, I, well, <laughs> I will try, probably talk about this in the intro, but um, okay. I just got into a relationship this weekend and the the guy he recognized me from a podcast is how like we met but he read my book before we even met and he's been so like still interested and that's when I was like okay you read my book like you know about me like you know that I talk about dating I think he's he probably listens to the podcast (laughs) um and he's still interested, and that is, like, blowing my That's mind really because usually people get freaked out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, guys can get yeah, really the, into No, guys will still – they'll still date yeah. you, but you know what I mean. It's, it's like, hard, um, but, yeah, you know the struggle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I mean, they'll still – actually, they find it challenging or they just don't care or – like, that particular man, I, don't, I, I thought it was funny when he told me that, but, um, I, I mean – I th- I think men would t- they'll, they'll still date, but I just think it's it's not the same thing as if you don't have some kind of uh, yeah art form or um, 
I have I have a short film out now. It's in um and I've gotten into five festivals oh, so wow. far, and it's about my relationship with a man who he's a filmmaker too and an artist, and I so I you I had um I had a it was a video podcast in 2016, and I used footage from that and also st- regular photos and video, and I put this this film together. It's a five minute film, and um. He's he he's very like artistic like he calls himself an artist so he gave me he gave me permission to um you know in the film festivals whatever whatever happens with it but the thing is I literally made I documented a relationship, <laughs> a relationship after it was he like he went it's like if you like all of a sudden decided you were gonna document what we're doing and you make a short film and we had Rhonda on today that's basically what I did and I took a chance he wouldn't be mad <laughs> I knew he's. He He's understands. very into art, so he would give me permission. Yeah. He would understand. But anyway, the point being that this poor guy, <laughs> I feel a little bit bad. No, it's like, I, you know, like if you get involved with me, you may end up in a short film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm yes. saying. Yeah. They, everyone who dates You better marry me or you better end up in a short film. No, because <laughs> then you can get a divorce and you still end up in a short film. So it's like endless. Yeah. Ev- anyone anyway, who dates um, any of us should know this. <laughs> Yeah, so the reason I was saying that only because when you said you didn't want to talk about it, so I thought maybe you were concerned in case he sees this, you don't want to be processing it, and then he's going to watch it, which I totally agree with yeah. you, by the way. Yeah, I like my style is like, unless we don't ever talk, like I'm okay with talking about, like I, I talk about guys I go on dates with or date all the time, um, but if it's somebody that I feel like, it's too soon or like maybe it could go somewhere like I do want to like have that conversation with them beforehand and be like we're probably gonna yeah. keep hanging out we, so maybe we I talk about it l- get your permission and we're like yeah yeah if it's like we went on two dates he, he's ghosted me we're never talking and I'm like yeah whatever I'll talk about him who cares you know uh usually when guys do shitty things I'm like yeah they don't they don't need the courtesy of me uh <laughs> of me making sure they're cool with me talking about them but if it's somebody i actually am like okay i think this could be something no, I like understand. i yeah yeah you don't want something that's going on currently yeah. right yeah. yeah it's usually like after the fact is when it's easier to talk about but you know yeah like still don't use any like names or you know details about them that are obvious like i still think it's respectful to keep anonymity um but yeah I agree. And now I will not, <clears throat> I won't be able to put this podcast on my social media because now I can't talk about who's going to listen. I'm uh, really in trouble. See, see. <laughs> People do that yep. all the time. <laughs> yeah. On this and they're like, oh, wait. I'm just like, I'm going to listen. They'll be like, I thought, you, I thought about it. I don't know. Anyway. Um, I did promise him I wouldn't tag him on social media. That was our compromise. Okay. I said, I just don't tag me. <laughs> I'm like, I won't tag you. And that was it. But can but, you watch um, the, the short film? Is it like online? You guys can okay. watch it. You guys can watch it. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, the reason that I wanted to talk about that, I think that that, that beginning thing with the first date thing really is important. That... Um, you know what's also I find interesting though is that if a man this is what I find find very tricky is that the man is the pursuer and he acts seductive and you're like hesitant and then you like sort of surrender and say oh, I'm gonna give this guy a chance mm-hmm. and then you start really liking him yeah. 
and then he starts acting ambivalent and yes. backing off. See, that's yes. that's the one thing that's I can't say. Oh yeah, and that's probably drove Been me there. to write about ambivalent men. That's the worst. Yeah. yeah. So if you so you're the pursuer and you're pursuing the guy yeah. and he's always ambivalent, okay, what do you expect? Yeah. You were the pursuer, but if the guy is the yeah. one and you're not even sure, and then you like he seduces. I don't mean sedu- uh, necessarily sexually seduce, but even mentally seduces yeah. you. And then you, he gets you into the relationship, and then you get involved, and then he starts backing yeah. off. That I find extremely it's annoying. so annoying. Yeah. And so that's an enactment of some point. Exactly. That's, you talk you about really that in your him. book. There, that's a type of ambivalent mm-hmm. man. Yeah. And then it fucks, it fucks you up for your future relationships because, I mean, at least with us, like... I, that that's what I'm always looking for. I'm always like, oh, this is gonna happen again, because like, well, you can't yeah. let it. That's exactly. one of the, that's the positive the, features of uh, wasn't it one of the positive features of therapy yeah. is um, is to be able to work through any of the traumas because that's what I was saying. The new book I'm working on, I was actually saying that. I think dating causes trauma, and there's a lot of these like microaggressions, even ghosting and all this stuff that goes mm-hmm. on nowadays. Um, you have to recover from it every single time. So, <clears throat> sorry, you have to be able to get back out there. I mean, if you're really seriously looking for a relationship, yeah. um, it's almost like, you know, the movie Rocky? Mm-hmm. Remember the movie yep. Rocky? And yeah. he'd go into the corner and that guy, Bert, and he would like put the sponges on him <laughs> and push him back. That's what it, like the therapist or your friend, support system has to do. They have to like, you're all beaten up yeah. and they have to like squirt water on you and put the sponge thing and they push you back out yeah. there. You can't right. let these um, these different kind of enactments get to you if you're really serious about being in a relationship because it's going to happen yeah. to you. Yep. I mean, I the mean, chances of going out there and just... I mean, I do know people, they just meet a couple of people and they get engaged and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. but it's it's more uncommon that that would happen. Yeah, yeah. it's so hard to not I mean, do you- project the, your past traumas onto the new person and it's just like you have to like start clean slate every time and not expect that that person's gonna be shitty but we've been we've been dating for so long it's so hard to not to do that <laughs> you have I mean, to try yeah, that's really, like really hard yeah that's what's frustrating about it is like literally it's like and we keep bouncing back we bounce back every time but it's like it keeps happening like it just keeps on happening again and again and again and it's like what the fuck is going on like I don't know is it at you know and it's like well it must be you like maybe you're doing something wrong and it's like gotten to a point where like I'm sick of hearing that because I don't think I am like I really do think that every man I meet is the one being ambivalent and being avoidant and not wanting to commit and it's like I don't understand what is happening I mean, do you think is it anything to do with the kind of men that they are? Is there any kind of prototype that you think it is or no? I don't know. I mean, um, a lot of them are from dating apps, which I know is a problem. But it's like I I don't know how to meet people outside of dating apps. Most people are meeting people on apps now. That's really common. Yeah. So, but that's um, like the mo- that's like the only real thing that I can be like that's the common denominator is like they're always from dating apps and they maybe like you know Tinder Tinder is viewed more as like a hookup app but it's like I don't know I it kind of feels like that's what there is like there isn't much else like it's the most active one it's the one where most people are you know so I don't know. Can I ask you, like, do the 
the do the men say anything of what they want in the beginning? It was so funny. I was just thinking about this woman that I knew, and although this is so this is in the '90s, so I don't know if this applies nowadays. I'll never forget it. She was a psychologist. She was like super beautiful, and so a lot of men just wanted to sleep with her. And she was so I think she was getting her PhD. This is a very intelligent professional woman, but she just happened to be very good looking. And so she would tell them in the beginning, she, I couldn't believe she'd say this to men. She'd be like, look, I'm looking for a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So if you're not looking for me to be your girlfriend, please, like, don't waste my time. Yeah. I kind of like the, the honesty in that. She, like, that's why I remember it. I was like, oh my God. She, do you know she eventually, um, she just like weeded through these men by doing that because they would get so turned off. Yeah. <laughs> like, forget it. Yeah, yeah. She met this guy, he's a psychologist too, and they eventually got married. I guess it worked because she <laughs> was just like, she had no time for this, you know, this bullshit. Yeah. I you mean, know, it so, is. It, yeah, like, it'll yeah. weed It'll weed people out. And I, I think I have mm-hmm. used it actually when I'm like, when there's like someone that that's like interested in me and like I'm I'm not really feeling it, I'll be like, look, I'm looking for a relationship. So, like, <laughs> and then yeah, and then they like, back Whoa. off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And hey, you know, guess I what? Like, I want. Like, do you want to? I want kids. Okay. <laughs> and then they're like, oh yeah. <laughs> when you said that, I was thinking uh, from that new book that I'm writing. So when you said like if there was a guy you didn't like, mm-hmm. and so I was thinking, I that's one of the things I noticed differently between the um, married women and the single women, was that if I had a client and she uh, was the woman who got married very easily, she went on uh, like a dating site, dating app, whatever, and she dated five men. She would be attracted to three of the men. And the women who remained single would be attracted to only one of the men, or if any of them. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that the women who get married were more attracted to more men. Yeah. So let's say the man that you weren't you're like, oh, we've got to get rid of him. Could you explore at all about why you weren't attracted? Did you not give him enough of a chance? Was he completely repulsive? So I explore that a little bit. Like, is it like, I'm, I'm gonna, this is going to sound like I'm really insulting women who are married, but it's not to insult them, but it's almost like they compromise well, yes. more. Uh, so like, that there's always sense. that thing of like, <laughs> of like, I notice like women who are married it's like you look at her and then you look at him and you're like him <laughs> like that's an ex- exactly that's what I'm writing about yeah. I have the same Can reaction you, yeah but that, that's how they get that's how they get married yeah. but they're just, are they ultimately happy in this situation like even if we're like that's oh, why I was, set, I was like a schlub or whatever like if they're all if she's ultimately like he's a great husband then you know who are we to judge right like right and so i'm not saying it in a judgmental way i'm saying it more of an observation that the thing that you're noticing is how they get married Mm -hmm. so it's not meant to be uh like an insult to them they just it is what it is that it's their yeah their selection process is different I actually have a question related to what we were just talking about. Um, So what, how can you differentiate the sort of difference between lowering your standards in a bad way or like quote unquote finding compromise when Uh it comes to like selecting a partner like this? It's, uh, that's the part of the book I'm having, that's what's taking me so I'm struggling with it is that it's really hard to tell. It's like, um, do you um do you watch um 90 day fiance yeah. Wait, was it that no no, no love is blind not love uh, is blind yes do both. you remember <laughs> that woman he was a guy he was indian but he only dated 
um, we call them white women. I'm just like, mm-hmm. going by, you know, what he said. And then um, he was, I forget her name. He, she's the one who rejected him, and he was going around sort of insulting her behind her back. But she said this thing was so weird. She was getting her makeup on to get married, and she turned. She didn't marry him at the altar. She um, says, I'm not going to marry you. She said while she was getting her makeup on, she says, you have to, at the end of the day, you have to live with what you can compromise on. And I was like, oh, my God, like, it's so profound, even though it's just some girl from Love is Blind. But I think it's like you have to um, you have to make a decision that is it somebody that you can find other things that you you really do like about. Like some people just really, really want to start a family. They really want to have a children with a partner. That is enough. And somebody who's, you know, okay, like they're not manly in love with the guy, but there's enough there. And they both want to raise children together. Um, it's a problem. They, they want to have a family. They want to have a home. It's enough there that that they can ma- they marry that guy. Yeah. As opposed to, he's not the man of their dreams. This is not my soulmate and electrifying feeling. Um, so it's just an individual choice that a person, everybody has to go through sort of their own journey of what they'd have to start throwing the towel in on mm. the things like does so he have it, to be extremely good looking does he have to make a lot like some women like i'm not like this because i always go for the tortured artist type and they never have any money but like some yeah. women like you have to make a certain amount of money that's that new show i can't watch that new show i don't like that new show um um yeah. or something so the yeah. first yeah. episode the woman's like you have to make enough money like forget her she's like she's gonna have a really hard time there's a woman on there who says you have to be over six feet tall that means all these hot guys who are five foot ten yeah. i mean yeah she's never gonna get married that's like that's what i'm trying yeah. to say it's a process yeah. like, yeah. Maybe like she... making your prioritization list like what is at the top for you exactly and what's you know what can you kind of compromise on but yeah, I think I think yeah, and I guess you can me, kind like, of naturally over time. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and also say depends I, on some women don't necessarily want to get married, so they can or they being in a relationship is not that important, so they're not going to compromise. But some women really want to. I was sitting also when I was a therapist working um, at a mental health agency. I remember I was we was at some restaurant near there, and some of the social workers sitting next to me. I wasn't even with them, but we were like all the tables were closed. I heard them saying, once the woman said, look, I just really wanted to get married and have start a family, so I married so-and-so. I mean, she was admitting yeah. it to this other person she was having lunch with, and they will come out and say, I met other women who actually would, had said to me, I just really want to get married. This is not even therapists. These are women who were getting married or got married. Um, not everybody you know, meets like, this is the man of my dreams. They just really want to get married. And you can still so have like a happy marriage that way, basically? Is that the... Well, it, it, I mean, it's, I don't know. I'm not saying, how can I say, like, I don't know. I mean, I really, it's not like, I definitely know if you can have a happy marriage. You know, you'd have to talk to the women yeah. who did that. I didn't do right, that. Right, <laughs> so, right, so you're, right. But you're someone not yeah. still, and you've no, never been married. And that's why I'm saying that I, I'm the kind of person who cannot compromise on that. So, mm-hmm. but then that's a consequence. You may not get married. I didn't get married. I wasn't going to throw the towel in, but I'm not saying that my choice is like, I'm the hero, you know? Right, oh, right. I didn't throw the towel yeah. in, you know, but there's a, there's penalties, like consequences and benefits on both decisions, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but there is a possibility that if you don't compromise, I hate to use the word settle. It sounds like yeah. so negative. Compromise your, your priorities. There is a possibility you won't get married. Right, so, right. Um, not to shake it, you guys yeah. up, but 
No, it makes sense because oh, it's no, like. Oh no, we'll never get married. You're gonna call <laughs> that guy up the one you said I want a relationship and he like just took off. Um, I decided I want a relationship. <laughs> Let's just have friends and benefits. <laughs> oh, guys love that. You do that. They're all they're lining up. It's, <laughs> it's a totally different. Um, but you're still you know the same thing at the end of the day you know you still want the whole love thing it's t- very hard i think for women to just be casual about sex and love it's very difficult unless you really don't like the guy and you literally were just having sex or, yeah. or you just wanted intimacy and really there was yeah. nothing there but if you have any feelings for a man it's very hard to do friends with benefits yeah. unless maybe a person's hard. A not impossible like a but hard yeah 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 the it's only very way that I've been mentally yeah. able to do that is if I like really focus on the thing that it that makes him like impossible to date. Mm-hmm. But you always That's have good. to keep it at the forefront of your mind. No, like, true. yeah, I can never it's date tricky this because <laughs> right, it's tricky because I don't like having sex with people I don't like. Like, I need to like them on some level yeah. and get along with them on some level. Mm-hmm. So it's like they've got to be this balance of like if this is just sex like i i gotta like you as a person but still not like you as a boyfriend like yeah. this in between and it's tricky it's hard to find uh, people like that to like let's say like when we were talking before about the guys that you weren't attra- i mean could, oh, yeah. if you go back to any of the men that you may have rejected or pushed away could you in any way imagine any of them trying to have more of a relationship with them or you think it's hot impo- like it's just really I'm trying to think of a specific person now. Uh, (laughs) um, I mean, if you reject them right away, is it probably because there isn't like a physical attraction there? Yeah, I mean, I used to when I was younger. Yeah, there's definitely. I used to be very. It's something. It's either like personality, like a first date, like oh, I'm not into this. It's like Mm. personality or physically not attracted. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just something like that. Yeah. And then I'll be like, well, this I'm looking for a relationship and I want to have kids and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And usually they're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a little too much. Oh, that's the way. That's when you say that to push them away. But I mean, before you get yeah. to pushing them yeah. away, is there just something that you just feel like the thought of being with them makes you nauseous? Yeah. <laughs> we call that the ick. <laughs> like, they give you the ick. The ick. Yes. <laughs> Did you ever, though, like once in a while have experience, dude, my long life at this point, that once in a while somebody could feel like that and then due to some situation you're forced to have to keep seeing like at work, where you feel like that and you're working with them and then you start to really um, have developed feelings for them. Has that ever happened yes. to you? It has happened, happened to, to me. me. Yeah. yeah. It, it has happened to me so in the So that's why you that... can't go by that sometimes. Right. Yeah, no. It, I've definitely been in situations where – I kind of just keep hanging out with somebody because there's like no one else to hang out with. And I'm like, well, I like going on dates Mm -hmm. and like, you know, so we'll have like two or three more dates. And then like, I'll find like by the fourth or fifth date, like, oh, wait a minute. Like my first impressions are like altered where I'm actually more attracted to them as we like get to know each other. Yeah. 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 That's definitely happened to me a few times, but I feel like there still had to have been some level of, attraction in the first place for that to happen like I I had a date not long like a few months ago where I was like so not like everything about him was unattractive to me mm-hmm. where I couldn't yeah. even finish that's not the a good date. person to compromise with 
Yeah, I was okay. like, there's no way I can see me forcing myself to keep hanging out with you. Like, No, that, that's that, not. Yeah. A, yeah. But, but I if you somebody guys where it's been in between. About. Yeah, if, where it's been kind of in that's between where I'm like, Somebody eh. in between. Yeah, like not super excited about it, but not awful. Like just very like middle 50-50. I would keep hanging out with that person at least two or three more times. Definitely. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if, like, things change. Whether something could develop. I think that's, like, the difference. Yeah. T- one difference between men and women, usually, like, because women are, like, well, maybe I can, yeah. I can like, develop feelings for that person if I get to know them more. And I feel like a lot of times guys are, like, either immediately, like, physically, like, oh, I like this person or I don't. Like, oh, I think they're hot or not. And, like, that's it. And they, I don't think they you really... You don't think that men give <coughs> women more of a chance that if they're friends not with in a woman... My, in, the, in my experience, I don't in know. In our experience, it doesn't feel that way. But, it doesn't seem that way. I mean, not saying it mm-hmm. doesn't ever happen, but gen- speaking generally. Well, I'm trying to think Unless sex is involved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean if they have an opportunity to have sex without a yeah. relationship? Like if they say you're yeah. not like on my hot girl list or whatever, but then if you said, okay, like I'll have sex with you anyway, like they would be, jump at it, right? Yeah, I agree with you. They're like, that. oh, all right. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Hop <laughs> <Not> to it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess, you know, in terms of what you were saying a lot of mental, you know, it's, the whole thing, though, about in the because be- I'm not going to put that in the new book about the beginning, like how to play a cool. I don't want to have to see you um, act like distant in the beginning, but I would just maybe suggest that in the beginning you sit uh, sit a lot on your anxiety in the beginning and like like you. What's to call you, Alex or Alexandra? Oh, e- either one. Yeah, she's Alexandra. Uh, that okay. Um, like, like you could talk about it with Alexandra on your Alex. Yeah. I know. No, because I just see Alexandra. So no, I'm just looking at the names. So I, you could process it with her or with any of your friends or a therapist or anybody. Just don't act it. Like just feel your anxiety for him. And every time in the beginning you make any kind of move, um, I mean, move in terms of uh, a pursual move or even, you know, you just have to really think about it and i think that you have to deal with your anger at life that you have to do this <laughs> yeah that's like yeah. your thing about you that why yeah. don't you do this because you, you have to do it you know to achieve this goal yeah. and right um, it is but it's that's how life is but it's not going to be like that for you know once you're in a, a relationship relationship and you really right. both feel comfortable with each other. I don't think you'd have to do that anymore. But you see, even then, I mean, look, even in marriages, I don't think it's good. I mean, I have people come to me who are married, and I see people acting clingy even in the marriage, and it turns the uh, spouse off, mm-hmm. you know, because they can start cheating on the person. They're so nauseous and this clingy person, and they start cheating. So it, it, it's something you have to just think about. It's just a human behavior yeah. to, that people just get turned off from too much clinginess. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. has to be something. Not all men. Some men do like clingy women, but you may not like a man who likes clingy women. You know, right, so you'd have right. to think about that too. Like, like it really bothers me when on my well, not so much anymore because everything is sponsored ads. But on Facebook, like years ago, I would have come through my feed. These uh, women would put, 
like a list of a man. This is what I want. Kind, caring. Well, this is like super nice stuff. Concern. <clears throat> but I bet anything, <clears throat> that woman who's putting that on that feed, she's got a man like that in her her life, but she's she's friend-zoned him. She's not attracted to him. <laughs> but anything. That used to bother me. Like, you don't have one man in your life like that. Oh, yeah, I do, but... Like there's something wrong with she's just not attracted to him romantically so it's you know you have to um i guess what i'm saying is like if you wanted a man who would allow that and would appreciate that he may not be somebody you're attracted to yeah that's i i think that you should need to take that into your mind so like you have some accountability that it's not just like you're a victim Mm -hmm. and this is so unfair No, I'm sure you could find yeah, some guy yeah. like that and you could say, you know, call him every 10 seconds and he would like yeah. it, but well, he may not be I, your type. Yeah, I mean, I can think of you... one guy that I dated from like years ago who, right. who was who was too clingy and but and it turned me off because I was like, why do you like you like me so much and you don't even know me? That's what I mean. And that was the thing of like he was like so into it and like just like wanted to dive in right away and i was like why are you doing that because we don't even know each other yet and like that was the i was like ugh. when somebody's like that sounds like it seems like it's like you're being oh yeah let me let me ask you something Uh. oh no i was just gonna say can we define clingy because i wonder i feel like a lot of the I don't think my behaviors and a lot of women might agree yeah. with me where it's like, technically, it's just being I don't normal. consider this clingy. It's just like <laughs> I know texting okay. once a day being it's like, how clingy. was yeah. your day? Like to like ambivalent men, I think you it's know, because and that's where the fear comes in. I mean, yeah. it's like, OK, I that's just being normal, yeah. but it comes across. You're it can not. be construed as clingy to a lot of these yeah. like. The feeling is like he's gonna misconstrue this and read this as yeah. clingy. So it's like where it's like I feel like I'm being clingy, even well, though I, just, technically okay. what I'm doing is like probably I totally agree normal, with you that that's not clingy. But, it's but like, let's just say what do you do? You're then? with a guy, you know, and, and he, I don't know what the situation thinking, was with your Should guy? I text him? How was your day? Right. Then you have to think about why is he not texting you? How was your day? Like why do you have to be the one to text him? Then it's not. It's really going away from a uh, man woman thing. It's really about two people at that point. Like, who is the one who's more invested in this? Because I think that's also what I also was addressing in, in the new book that I'm writing, that it's like a man has a man who wants, you want to see a man show that he's invested yeah. in the, you know, in the relationship. So you have to think about why am I the one who's always texting him? Like, doesn't he care about how my day mm-hmm. is? You have to think about that in terms, I'm talking also about long-term relationships, like something with a big future. I'm not talking about friends benefit like friends and benefits you can do anything mm-hmm. you can act like a complete crazy woman although even then he may not even want to hook up with you like <laughs> i'm scared oh god i have like fatal attraction on my hands you have to watch it even with that you have to make sure you don't act too crazy but i know i'm gonna <laughs> something like that yeah. you wanted to lead to something like very serious down the road um yeah like you have to think about he doesn't even why doesn't he text me like why do i have to yeah. text him and again it's not a man woman thing yeah. it's about two people and I don't. I guess he could say the same thing, but I'm like, right now, you're my client, so yeah. I'm like going from, you know, I mean, the, from from your perspective. Maybe it should be reciprocated. Like maybe one day one person does, it, next day the other yeah. person does it. But it should be like one person constantly doing yeah. it. Yeah, I guess it's it's like that's one, what I think you need to think about. Step, step, <laughs> similar steps at a time. 
But yeah, I think if, if, if you're just texting normally and they take it as like, oh, this is too much. Like that is just yeah. a, ref- One that's text? Just a reflection okay, on them it, let's and say, how avoided they are. I was going to say that. That gives you... Right, uh, that gives you information about yeah. the person that exactly that they're avoiding. The, yeah. the work that I and so then you know you're dealing with an avoidant yeah. man, and then it's your decision what you yeah. want to do. Do you want to keep pursuing this? Not that it's bad or good. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah. You know, if you will, I mean, actually, oh yeah, I wrote that book, Men Who Run From Love. I actually wrote that was about trying to have a relationship with an avoidant man or an ambivalent man. I mean, sometimes. I've actually known some of the, some of the things I know. It's just from living so long at this point. Like so, when you get older, life is like a psychological longitudinal longitudinal study. Yeah. You just see what happens to people you know in your personal yeah. life. It's not even just clients anymore. But I've known guys who are just known as friends, or because I got a lot of open mics and all that, you know. And I see like, like these tortured poet types. I can't believe it. I can't have a relationship, and they actually end up in a really I don't know how these women have relationships with these men. But some women ma- manage to like they're sort of you know, like really avoid it. Um, it's hard to be friends with them, but um, they somehow can manage to have a relationship with some women are very, maybe the women are super understanding and they give them an enormous amount of space. Um, <laughs> um, so I guess like the whole thing about like if he's avoided and you see that he's avoided, you have to make it. That's why the reason I brought that up is you're saying, well, he's avoiding, cross him off the list. No, I guess some avoidant men, maybe they can't have a relationship, but you just have to accommodate his avoidance. And then you could get mad like, well, why do I have to do this? Because you like this guy, you find him attractive and he's avoidant. So it's up to you. Like you're going to have to deal with an avoidant person. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what's coming down to. It's like ha- having to deal with a person with maybe a characterological problem, a personality yeah. disorder, or just maybe it's not even that serious, but he just needs a lot of space. Yeah. So sometimes you can be with somebody who has a lot of issues, but you have to just sort of work along with the issues. But sometimes some people just can't do it. Yeah. I don't mean like in a bad way, but it's just too annoying. Yeah. It, you know, it's like, all just I like a personal, I personally like what, have a hard what time with can that. you deal with? And like, if you know that you can't deal exactly. with that, then... That's like, I think a lot of the growth that I've done in the past. Yeah, I think the most growth that I've done is like when when someone displays that they're avoidant, immediately getting turned off by that. Like, that's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. Like, okay, this person is giving me like hot and cold. Like, I would I want to try to like just make that like the mm-hmm. thing that turns me off and that and takes a level interested anymore and well that's really yeah that's good also that if you see something is going not going any place that's also what i did notice about the differences between the men i can't believe i'm plugging a book that hasn't been done but the difference in the men is that i noticed that the married women they are better at detaching like uh, um yeah I think it really is sorry, my skill sis- to like date. They're really good with people. They and don't. Then, the and women. It does, it's not working out. Just drop them quickly. Like yeah, they it. just move yeah. on. They don't. They don't. Um, they don't ruminate about them and trying to analyze. Like they analyze a little bit. You have to have grieving. Yeah. But they're on to the next. They're back on back on the dating apps <laughs> and they just want to um, meet somebody else and have a new relationship. Yeah. So it is actually good also to discard and just move on and try not to look back. It's very hard to do all that. I mean, this is hard it's work. It's a skill. It's skills it's that hard. you have to work on for a lot of people. 
other thing, and I don't know if you wanted to go there, but the does whole it, sex yeah. thing can also become, like, it does bond you. It's so funny, because I did put this in, it was one of the other, I already wrote this, but I'm writing a new one, too. I honestly, from my observation, do not think that when you have sex with a man has anything to do with the longitude, how long it lasts, I can't say but how long it's going to, like, whether it leads to marriage, because I know a lot of married couples, they totally. slept together on the first date, yeah. first night they met, and they got married, so I don't really think yeah. it has enough, I don't believe the whole thing, wait three days, <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, it's my, I'm just saying, because yeah. it's my observation, that I just, I never saw, I had, never forget, I had a client, she wait. She like counted the dates and everything. She finally slept with this guy. He never called her again. So you can wait a million oh, yeah. dates and then you sleep with him and then he's gone. Like he just wanted the challenge of see if he could seduce you. <laughs> so I don't think I think yeah, it's completely. Yeah, I like and to the, hear that. But I'm saying that. But yeah. what I want to say is that the bad thing about it, it makes you more attached. So it's a little bit harder to be like, oh, now on to the next one. Oop, now, you know, if you already have sex with him, because then you're like, it, you know, the oxytocin was running. You had that physical totally. intimacy. You're more attached. That's what I love makes to it hear. To let go. So I'm not saying you can't let go. Like you can still let go, but it just, I think it just makes it harder, you know. But you know, so that has something to do with totally. it too. It's 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 very difficult. It's a whole combination yeah, just of don't, things. Just don't slut shit. That's why it's going to be so hard. To, it's a long time to finish this book. No, no, like so many things go into this. Yeah, yeah, it can just be so. You know, one person's two people can be like what seems like the exact same situation and just have totally different responses and feelings about it. And it's just it's that's why it's so messy. All this dating, it's so messy. <laughs> Um, but is there anything special that you wanted to ask me though from um, from the wait not I the feel like it's when yeah. you can commit yeah unfortunately can, we are running out of time um, we ended okay. up going on a lot of tangents um, but uh, we do want to say that the book we love the book we think it's great uh, definitely oh, thank you so much yeah if people want to read it we've already talked about it a few times but just going through all these different kinds of ambivalent men, it's just very eye-opening and it's still so relevant today because um, these men still exist. So, Or people, like not just, you know, not just men. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for sitting here and talking with us. We really appreciate oh, it. Oh, you're very welcome. It was a pleasure. Yeah, this is and... really fun. Thank you. Yeah. And I hope that when I finish my new book that you'll have me back on and then I can continue the conversation about all you know my discoveries or what i you know wrote about and, yes um, i mean we'll definitely maybe, uh, yeah could, absolutely we'll definitely have to do that for sure there's just so much to dive into <laughs> try try the little things that i suggested with the men that you know you're sort of on the fence oh i will and see if that's a little bit you know that and discarding faster and not looking back like a little system and see if that's oh watch next time you're both engaged you'll be like ah. we tried on this program yeah. <laughs> we're both engaged we both have weddings in a few months uh, we'll see about that but yeah yeah we'll we'll keep everyone updated for I'm sure serious, if you want you can both like just contact me for little tips like from the new book and then by the time it's out you can tell me if it worked I'm we can serious. be little guinea pigs I'll send, you, I'll send you my wait wait before it's published i'll send you my program and then try it out. And then when it's completely published and ready to go to promote, then you can tell me if it worked or not. Yes. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, we'll I would it. do that. Yeah, definitely. Um, great. Okay, great. That's exciting. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we have been the By Felipe podcast. 
Um, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon for bonus content. And uh, we'll see you next week. If you liked the episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and or share it with a friend. If you really want to support us, subscribe to our Patreon, where you can access early commercial-free episodes, weekly mini-episodes, and unlock the full back catalog of bonus content. Submit a question or story to our number, 323-435-6919. Special thanks to our producer, Jack, for creating all of the original music.